Knuckleheads, welcome to episode 65 of The Beefy Boys. Christian is unavailable today, so it's just Joe and Vito once again. What up, what up? Yeah, hopefully he'll get the, the move done. We can have the new podcast shed, which it's more of a cottage than a shed. When he said shed, I got real nervous. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're just leave all our stuff out in the shed? Does like, the I was roof just imagining like a He's like, like no, it's, it's powered and insulated. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's different. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just picturing like an old rickety shed, yeah. like full of basketballs or whatever. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know if you played Octodad ever. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so the premise is that you're an octopus that I've, has to pretend to be a human. Him, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's a scene where your wife's like, can you go mow the lawn, honey? And you open the shed and it's just like literally like 20 basketballs. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? And then the lawnmower. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, no one has an actual shed like that. Uh, <clears throat> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you been up to, man? Playing lots of Final Fantasy fourteen as per usual. Shocking, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> it will be another Darker Palooza episode. Now we have gotten feedback that we don't explain enough of the... Nitty gritty details, so I guess we'll try to do okay, that a so little Final bit. Final Fantasy but. 14 is an MMORPG. <laughs> that stands for Massively Multiplayer Online Role Playing Game. Yes. A, uh, massively Multiplayer Online is usually a sustained community of online people in a, in, in a persistent world. And the role playing game aspect is um, taking, uh, you know, from uh, traditional uh, single player. Role playing games, <laughs> where there's like an adventure that you experience with your friends, and like there's uh, progression systems that that follow to when you like gain levels, which mm-hmm. gain you power and mm-hmm. things like that. So that's the that's the essence of the MMORPG. But Vito, why is it called Final Fantasy fourteen? How can there be fourteen Final Fantasies? Well, what you what, what you don't know is that the creator of the game uh, thought that Final Fantasy was going to be his last project. And that he wouldn't ever make any more games. <laughs> yeah, that's... And what do you know? 15 Final Fantasies later. Yeah, 15 numbered. Yeah, 15 numbered Final Fantasies. 10, Fantasy 2, letters. and 13, 3. Didn't we have like a list of like 60 games Yeah, or there's like tw- there's a bunch. If you, had, if you had Tactics and like Mystery Dungeon and... Uh, or that's Pokemon, rather. Isn't there like a Crystal rhythm Chronicles. Too? There's two rhythm games. Two the rhythm edge games, rhythm. Yeah. They're fun, they're fun. I should play I remember them. the top 10 Final Fantasies. They're on... DS and 3DS, so... Oh, never mind. I think well, I have the 3DS one. I think I have a 3DS. I do. I just never use it. It sits next to my bed. I use it for, like, Picross. I, I, I played the Pokemon game. Which one? The previous one. <laughs> All right. There's so many. There's, well, there's the one that just came out, Sword or whatever, yeah. and then there's the previous one. Oh, yeah. You guys have Pokemon, right? Do you have Shield, though? Uh, Jane got the one with the pony. That's Shield. Yeah. Who is your starter? Um, I I actually haven't played uh, this current one. Oh. Um, well, I if she think... didn't pick the Fire Rabbit, we should trade starters. What are the starters? At breeding. There's a Fire Rabbit. There's a Grass Monkey. And there's like a I sad think she got fish. the Grass Monkey. Okay, cool. We should trade starters. <laughs> exchange friend codes. Later, later on, mm-hmm. I've been playing a new game, Death Stranding. It's it's interesting because uh, did you play Metal Gear at all? Okay, let's back up. This game <laughs> is created by this man named Hideo Kojima, who is famous for being A, crazy, B, hyper Japanese, and he created a video game series called Metal Gear, which is on its surface a game about being a spy, but realistically it's totally 
bonkers, like a really cool, hard, near sci-fi where like there's like walking tanks that shoot nukes and, you know, there was a woman in the last game who was solar powered. Like she had, <laughs> that's why, that's why quiet wasn't allowed to wear any clothes, by the way. That's why she had to wear a bikini all the time. Cause she was solar powered. I actually never played the game. Uh, yeah, know. there's a guy who's so old, he's yeah. basically made of moss, you it's, know? It's basically it's stuff anime like that. as fuck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, this new game, Death Stranding, is not, in fact, a uh, game in that series in Metal Gear game, but it plays very much like it. All the systems from Metal Gear 5 are there, so in uh, Metal Gear Solid 5... <clears throat> you sneak by having a box on top of you. Yeah, but they added in this <laughs> these like base building and resource management, so you could oh, collect cool. all sorts of resources and then build out your base. And this game, the idea is... I don't even know if I can explain this, but... Okay, it's the future, relatively near future. Drones have taken over delivery of everything, okay? Now, the people didn't like this. It was too creepy. So then they brought back all those logistical jobs, delivery jobs. Yeah. And what happened was people became too proud of delivering packages to the point where it became an addiction. So the enemies in the game, the main human enemies are called mules and they like get this crazy oxytocin high from delivering packages. So anytime you have a pack, you play a package delivery guy in the hilarious. game. So anytime you walk through mule territory, they'll just immediately attack you to steal your packages. All they want is packages. That's all they care about. It's, it's so funny. I, I remember watching the, like one of the first trailers for this game. Yeah. I would have never thought. Yeah, I haven't even gotten into the BTs and the BBs. <laughs> I would have never thought that that's what the game was about. It seemed like that's some main... really like creepy dystopian. Yes, like... I haven't gotten there. It is yeah. very dystopian. So the reason that porters are so important in this world is because what's happened is there's been a confluence between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, they call it the Death Stranding. Also... Apparently, everyone can interact with their own beach, which the best way I can describe it is that it's the beach from Lost. It's the intermediary between the world of the living and the world of the dead, okay? Uh, it's also different for every single person. Like in Kingdom Hearts. It's similar, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world the, actually, yes, you're right. Yeah. The beach is kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. In King, that's ridiculous. <laughs> we'll bring that up later. That's, oh, my God. Okay, yeah, so for Kingdom Hearts 3 players, yeah, it's the same idea. The beach is the intermediary between the world of the living and the world of the dead. So the bad guys in this game, the main ones, not the human ones, are these invisible other dimensional monsters from the world of the dead called BTs, which is short for beached things. Huh. Right? You have to sneak by them, but you have a couple powers at your disposal. First of all, your main character, Sam Porter Bridges, played by Norman Reedus, looks exactly like Norman Reedus, very off-putting. Also, when you go to poop, because there's like a mechanic where you poop and then you make grenades out of your poop. What the fuck? <laughs> I told you. This game is fucking funny. Anyway, <laughs> the, the way it works, like a curtain closes and shows an ad for a Norman Reedus television show. So, like, while Norman Reedus is pooping, you're seeing product placement for a Norman Reedus television show. That's hilarious. The only other product placement is Monster Energy, which is so prominently placed and weird because it's the same logo they've had for 20 years. Is, is, it, is it almost as weird as the uh, uh, Final, uh, Final, Final Fantasy 15 cup, the noodles? cup of noodles thing? Yes, yeah. it's that weird. Except that one, they were making fun of it. This one True. just kind of accepts that Monster Energy is how you, like, get all your energy. Okay, you, so you fight these beach things. The best weapon you have is your blood, followed by your poop, then your pee, then your uh, shower leavings, okay? 
the so the problem though is, so they came. There was this big catastrophe. Now, anytime anyone dies, you have to burn their body. If you don't do it in like twenty four hours, they explode. They become one of those beach things, and their body explodes. And it's like, like a Hiroshima size explosion, right? Oh wow! So like, it's really dangerous to leave these like underground cities everyone lives in, but they still need to get stuff from place to place, right? Yeah. Also. They have these like crazy 3D printers. And basically the idea of the game is you're trying to get across the country and connect everyone to what's called the chiral network. It's basically the internet. Yeah. But the cool feature is like when you, it's all about building bridges. Your guy's name is Sam Bridges, by the way. All the characters have absurd names like that. Like the Guillermo del Toro plays a guy named Dead Man because he knows a lot about dead things. Wow. The leader of the, um, the logistical company is called die hard man i thought there's also a character named heart man who i haven't really met but i've interacted with him and one called fragile who's a woman who's very fragile like physically (laughs) yeah it's weird so weird anyway the cool thing is like when you connect an area to the chiral network then if you're connected to the internet so what you can do is you collect resources and you can build structures to help you out, like roads so you can drive your cars to make it easier to build packages and like a post box where you can leave packages because the other thing is I don't even talk about the time fall. So the rain in this game causes time to accelerate really fast when it hits you, meaning if your packages are in the rain, they'll deteriorate to the part where they're useless. So you'll find packages strewn all about. Also like this is a walking simulator in the fact that like you load up with like hundreds of kilograms of packages and then you weigh off balance all the time. So you got to be real careful about the path you walk on. Cause if you fall and you lose your packages, it's a pain in the ass. Like you can't get them back. They're yeah. just lost, Bummer. but you can like get help from other players in the world. Right. So like oh. if I start building a road, it'll show up in your game and you can like build the road. Wow. Right? And then you can also give me likes <clears throat> like the, likes form a social currency in this game so oh this is a great place for a road like oh you got 10 likes from Vito. like oh awesome (laughs) and then that gives (laughs) you that's like your experience points is likes so it's real weird so is this on playstation yeah the playstation exclusive i should i should buy it it's only it was like 40 bucks it's on sale right now yeah because like i i think that'd be really fun to play very weird (laughs) it's it's very much isolated but connected at the same time yeah but i feel like with if you and i were on voice chat playing it'd be hilarious well, you can't actually connect to each other. You can't choose whose stuff shows up in your world, oh. right? It just kind of pulls Bummer. in stuff, right? Bummer. I thought there'd be some kind of cool co-op stuff. No, that would be different, yeah. Oh, also, the one last thing I forgot to mention are the BBs, which are... Okay, so the b- b- beach things are the invisible enemies, right? Most people can't see them. Norman Reedus can kind of sense them because he has this special power called Dooms. The other way you can sense them is by what you call a bridge baby, which is a baby that lives in like a jar and you plug into it and it makes old timey modem noises. Then that's what gives you the little flashing hand thing. And the flashing hand thing is kind of a radar. That's like, there's the enemy over there. Oh, right. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. That's super weird. That's super weird. I still don't really understand what the still mother is, but I think my understanding is that the woman who gave birth to this baby was dead when she gave birth to the baby. At least brain dead, meaning the baby exists in both the living world of the living and world of the dead. That's why it's called a bridge baby, and that's why I can see the dead things. But that's my high-level understanding. Anyway, check it out. It's weird. If you like Kojima games, you'll like it. 
but very much all I do is like, okay, I'm going over to see the engineer, pack, load up all the packages for him. Oh, he wants to deliver something to the old lady. Okay, take those packages over there. Oh, now I'm going over here. That's yeah. literally the whole game. So, That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's crazy. It's funny how they can take just like a really ordinary premise that could even be like a mobile game and then just make it this really creepy, like cool, yeah. like weird game. I can also like leave signs for other players and there's a button to pee on the ground. And if you pee on one spot, it grows a mushroom and then other people can pee on that mushroom and it makes a bigger mushroom. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, if the BTs... I feel, I feel like this is a classic What the Fuck Japan. <laughs> if the BTs <laughs> grab you, they kind of turn into like these tar monsters and they try and pull you down. And if they succeed in pull you down, then a, a gigantic tar sea creature, so far I've had a squid and a whale, yeah. will appear and it's like a mini boss. So you have to defeat it. Or if you get it, it's game over. Or if it wow. gets you, it's game over. So, And does it have a yeah. per- permadeath or do you get to restart and save and stuff? No, uh, because your character is one of his special powers that can't die. You live uh, forever. Even after he dies, he always comes back. But when again, if your body dies, it leaves a gigantic crater where you were. So oh, it depends where you are. That? If you're in near enough to a city, it'll just be a straight game over because you blew up a city. But if yeah. you're out in the wilderness, no, that's just an enormous crater where you died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I haven't really died weird yet. And cool. It's not that difficult, honestly. Yeah. I haven't died yet, but that's my understanding of it. <clears throat> You I'm should, sure it'll get harder. You should go die in like a an area. And just <laughs> I don't like, want to. That's too dangerous. <laughs> no, but if you go if you just go die in an area and it explodes, like yeah, it'd be cool just to see the crater there from there on. They'll look that up in the on the on the internets. Yeah, like a safe place to explode just to see it. <laughs> just immediately load a previous save file <laughs> or something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy, but at least it's followable. Like. The story kind of explains what's going on, unlike a different game we recently played. So Vito and I are concepting a new idea for our our spin-off podcast. We're going to call it... uh, We haven't settled on the title. Joe and Vito's Video Game Club? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Something like that. The idea being, once a month, we'll... Or whenever, once a quarter, whenever we decide to do it, whenever Christian's not available, we'll... Take an in-depth look at some video game we both have played. So instead of the 90 seconds to four minutes you get on the Beefy Boys, looking at 20 minutes in-depth on mechanics, story, uh, everything else about a certain game that we played. puns and, like, stupidity. What about V-Joe games? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We can workshop this later. Oh, oh, just knock something just over. Just knock something over, yeah. <laughs> you remind me, uh, <laughs> I was telling terrible puns to my to my wife last night, so I came up with two ideas for movies. The first one's called The Santa Claus 4 and Santa Fe. And the plot of this movie is that Santa is so busy, he decides to franchise. Yeah. So everyone gets a different territory, and the Santa assigned to New Mexico is named Faye. So this is just the the whole movie is just like people getting confused when she goes to Santa Fe because her name is Santa Fe. Anyway, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so weird. People are so weird. The other idea I had last night, or I hated. Well, I made that up. Or I hated that. That was all me. That's all from my brain. That's funny. The other idea that I really hated last night was uh okay. Here's the premise. It's three best friends. They're all named Jenny. And then a new girl enters the mix, and her name is also Jenny. Yeah. But nobody likes Jenny Four, and 
<laughs> That's the pun because she's Jenny number four. Jennifer, Jennifer, Jenny four. No, no I don't get it. Because <laughs> Jennifer, Jenny is short for Jennifer, right? Well, yeah. And she's Jenny four because she's the fourth Jenny. Yeah, but why does no one like her? Uh, well, that's just so because there's too many Jennies now, and it's oh, too confusing. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm workshopping that one. Yeah, I'm workshopping that one. Anyway, our first video game for the VGO. <laughs> I can't even the V Vijo Vijo games v- Vijo games will be Kingdom Hearts three, yeah. which I recently finished like last week, and Vito played through last year, I think, like last summer. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't remember it was a long time. It was a, like a few months after it came out. Yeah. So I've been a Kingdom Hearts fan since two thousand three, since the first one. Really, since like two thousand one, when I was watching the Disney Channel, and they had used to do these like they don't have commercials on the Disney Channel, right? Yeah. But they would have these like commercial segments about the making of Kingdom Hearts, and it just seemed so weird. Yeah. Because it's like it was the I, the pitch was Final Fantasy Cross Disney, and I'm like, yeah. what? Okay. So I played that game <clears throat> when it came out, and it was a big deal in old Chatham High School or amongst my dorky friends. And then I played the second one in 2006 when I was in college, and that's when it really started to get real anime. That's when I definitely felt like I was losing the thread. So. Okay, to back up, Kingdom Hearts is a action RPG. That stands for action role-playing game, Renee. Now, the basic <laughs> combat here hasn't changed since the PS2, right? The controls are weird. Basically, you select the action you want to do with the up and down D-pad, and then you press X to perform that action. They made uh, shortcuts, though. Yes, there ha- are also shortcuts. So you like instead of having to dig through the magic menu while like 20 guys are fighting you, you can have a shortcut. So you hold, I believe it's L1. And then push square to fire your blizzard blaster, whatever. Yeah, I think that what basically what I did is I only dodged and attacked, and then um, I bound heal to a shortcut, and that was it. That was the only spell you used. Yeah, I'll see that you're not using it right because it's well, it's also because like I I suck at a controller, and I'm I'm like fuck fuck this game. I'm not gonna like I did I basically just button mashed my way through the entire. Did you play it? What difficulty did you play on? Uh, normal? Yeah, so my main problem... I have lots of problems with this game, especially as a long-term Kingdom Hearts fan, but let's start mechanically. It's too easy. It's much too easy. Oh, yeah. I played on Proud, which is hard. Yeah. And even then, I died, like, maybe a handful of times. Like, I died to that doll in the Toy Story world just because, like, the... It didn't work. She was too big. Like, the mechanics just didn't work. And then I ended up just kiting her. Like, if you stand on that little platform by the dollhouse, she can't get you. So it's like, (laughs) all right, I'll just keep firing fireballs at you and then run away until my magic magic is back. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, it's it's way too easy. And there's, like, they've literally added every mechanic ever. So, like, again, it used to just be, like, attack magic and summons. Now you have all of those. You also have what they call shot lock, which is like a long range attack, which does absurd amounts of damage. The weapons you equip come with secondary forms that you can change into that do absurd amounts of damage. And like also the attraction flow. So these are based off Disney World rides. So if you and it's a random trigger, I looked it up, which is so dumb because sometimes you get it in the middle of a boss fight and it's like, okay, I'm just on the pirate ship now. But basically you transform into like a pirate ship or the teacups or like a... Carousel. Splash Mountain, yeah, or the, yeah. the carousel, yeah. yeah, yeah. The carousel one carousel I was terrible at. <laughs> the Splash Mountain one, or the, the, like, yeah, the water ride one, I can never get that one to work right at all. Yeah, it's just kind of random. Yeah. The pirate ship was the easiest one. I didn't realize yeah. to, like, 
halfway through the game that you could rotate the yeah, pirate same. ship. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's yeah, so same. much better. It's like, yeah. So I thought if I was just facing the wrong direction, I was just hosed. Honestly, I, I got so powerful towards the end with just my weapons and stuff that because I didn't add anything to magic, I just mm-hmm. went full weapons because I didn't use okay. magic at all, really. I only used magic when it was like absolutely necessary. Oh, man. See, I spec'd way different. I went all magic. Yeah. And then, so my whole strategy is, uh, and I also went a lot of MP reducers and MP haste. So yeah. that, so, okay. The way magic works in this game, unlike other RPGs, is when you run out of magic, it just all comes back. It just takes a while. But if you don't use it all, you're just stuck with that small amount. So basically, your best strategy is to go on like a magic blitz where you fire off 10 magic attacks, burn through all your mana, and then do something else until it comes back. Yeah. And it takes forever, but there are abilities you can equip to make it happen faster and give you like healing based on the amount of magic you use or take gain MP every time you do a block, for example. The blocking mechanic in this game sucks, by the way. It's terrible. Did you block ever? No. Did you even know you could? Uh, I, I did know I could. Because it's mapped to the same button as dodge, which is a stupid idea because you have to just not be moving yeah. <laughs> and then you push the button and the timing's off. Yeah, I uh, I, I didn't mess with that, but I, I it definitely felt like the game wanted me to block. There and are like, times, like especially stuff, towards but... the end when you're fighting... Um, like the Organization 13 guys, yeah. when, or when you get to that fight with Xehanort, Xehanort, and, or sorry, Xemnas, Ansem, and Xehanort. No, young Xehanort. Everyone's <laughs> Xehanort, by the way. I even talked yeah. about the story. Literally, there's 13 bad guys, and five of them are the same guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, also, there's 13 effing bad guys, and that's yeah. not even including, like, uh, like the world-specific bad guys. Like, there's 18 yeah. overarching, or I, sorry, 13. I also 13. like that... That in the very beginning, they had the fucking, um, like, Maleficent or whatever. Maleficent? Maleficent. And, and Pete. And Pete. And they had them show up over and over again, and they never did anything. Nope. Well, did you see the cutscene at the end? Yeah. The very end? Like, yeah. are we preparing DLC? Is this setting up like the next game? Be DLC Who something? the hell are all these people? But like, why would you set something up from the very beginning of them, like, following you... Like outside of the organization's kind of like, like view to try to like do something, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the main story. Yeah, at all. All right, let's talk about the main story. Well, let's go back to mechanics real fast. Uh, no, I think that was it. It's just too easy. And like, even if you die, you can immediately continue. Yeah. And they add all these mechanics. Like, did you ever do cooking also, at I, all? I, I probably no. Yeah, see, it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I I barely even did the like ship stuff. The gummy ship? <laughs> I, I basically just yeah. bursted through the story because I just didn't really care about doing it, all this like yeah. mechanics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the gummy ship has always been bad. It's just bad. Yeah. And like the flight controls, I wanted to invert them when I was in the free roam, but when I was in the missions, I wanted it to not be inverted. Not an option unless I manually change it every time you go from type to type. Yeah. So yeah, weird. it's like... The basic conceit of Kingdom Hearts is that you're going from world to world, and there's always been this gummy ship, which is a spaceship powered by smiles. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't <laughs> That know you that. use to get from place to place. And the reason it's called a gummy ship is because you can basically Lego block build it, but the build the ship editor has always been trash, and the rules don't make any sense. And So what's really funny is the first and only other uh, Kingdom Hearts that I played was Chain of Memories. Where there is no gummy ship. Okay. Yeah. And also, it's also um, the the one that has, like, the most, uh, like, lore transfer over to this one, I feel like. 
You think Chain of... Well, Chain of Memories did introduce the organization, but Birth by Sleep, like Aqua, Terra, Ericus, well, that, yeah, Xehanort, really all know. come from Birth by Sleep. It, like, that's like the... And the Keybilly Graveyard is straight from Birth by Sleep. Yeah. Vanitas, too. And the Keyblade. Oh, my God. Don't even... Oh God. I don't even want to get down the key, like like the, the Greek Why symbol, the X. Because Japanese people love American puns like that. They just do. I know, but it's so confusing. <laughs> that's why you have to play with subtitles on. No, I also, mean, I do, but... Uh, so, I don't know if you watch any cutscenes, but the bad guy, Xehanort, he used to be voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah? And now he's not. And the guy sounds nothing like he used to, which is really off-putting. Because Leonard Nimoy, especially old Leonard Nimoy, had a very distinct voice. Like, Well, I didn't hear the other one, so... Because I yeah, never played the other one. the new one sucks. So, yes, yeah, so the basic conceit here is... In this world, there's seven Disney worlds, and... Uh, weird choices. I'm just going to say... Weird yeah. choices. You start at Hercules World... Okay. Then you go to Toy Story. Sure, this is the first time they've had Pixar Pixar involved. Okay. Yeah. Monsters, Inc. Okay, more Pixar, right? Yeah. Which one did I miss? Oh, oh, Tangled, which is like, oh, yeah. do, people, do people care about that movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, it was um, Frozen. Fro- Pirates Frozen of the Caribbean, there. Frozen, yeah. yeah. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, they've done that before. Yeah. Also, okay, yeah. <laughs> the Pirates of the Caribbean world, right? supposed to have, like, this big, like, open seas, like, hey, you can go anywhere on your ship. And first of all, the first half of that world, you're underwater because your ship is underwater somehow. Oh, I hate the underwater <laughs> fighting so much. <laughs> Me too. Because, like, you can't really dodge. It's, like, a completely different combat Right, because you have to move in 3D, and, yeah, it's And you also impossible. can't really dodge. You just have to move fast. But at the same time, like, it didn't matter because, like, the combat was so well, easy true, but it was still i did die annoying. to that lightning fish i i died at the 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 very last water combat in the game was it the le- or, or no the last last one like the final the boss final, water combat yeah yeah me too i died a couple but times that's even that. stupid because like the three stage final boss if you die yeah. you continue at the stage you died at i'm like what this is so stupid with all your health back yeah. <laughs> and all your magic like, ugh, get out of here but anyway. if you stop and uh, go back, though. Like, if you stop playing and then come back to fight him again, yeah. you start at the very beginning. Oh, that makes sense. Interesting. If you just click continue, though, you start yeah. at the same. Well, no. <laughs> um, if you if you die and continue, that's how, you, how it works. But if you, like, exit the game at all. Right. And okay. Then, and then come okay. back. Even if you do continue, it still puts you at the first. Oh, that's interesting. Fight. That's weird. Yeah, because I, I didn't beat him on the first time. Yeah. Um. And then the uh, the second time I had to start over mm. from the beginning, I was like, "Fuck, I have to go through that water yeah. fight again." Yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean level, you start underwater for some reason, and then you finally get your ship, but it's broken. And how do you fix your ship? Well, by collecting three hundred white crabs, of course. Yeah, what? That's so dumb. What? And they weren't even like interesting to collect. Like, yeah, they were just everywhere. You're, you're just everywhere. Yeah. So you're just yeah. walking around collecting white crabs. See, I and then they suddenly they fix your ship. Uh, it would be, it would have been a better mechanic if it was like ten white crabs and they were in interesting areas to get to <laughs> instead of three hundred. Instead of three hundred, three hundred. I already have twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and there's like no guidance either. Yeah. Like eventually you figure out like okay, the, there's clearly some crabs moving that barrel. Yeah. So then you finally get your ship, and you can go explore the high seas, and there's nothing to do except collect more white yeah. crabs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's nothing interesting on any of those little... I was so excited for that part. Yeah. I love Black Flag. I love being a pirate. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is bad. <clears throat> Yeah, I did like, like the ship combat. The ship it's, combat it's, was it's good. Like they made a, it's like they made a game and didn't make any content for it. Yeah. Like made a it really game, feels like, it feels empty. It. it feels so yeah. empty. Like, 
the Toy Story world, for example, entirely takes place in a toy store, and like none of the humans are there. And then I was also really disappointed that there weren't any Final Fantasy characters. In there. Right? That's the other thing. This is supposed to be a mix between Final Fantasy, Final and, Disney. Fantasy and Disney, and there's no Final Fantasy no characters. Final Fantasy characters. And after that, oh, Big Hero Six. That's the last world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Weird choice. Does anyone remember that movie? Did nope, you ever see nope, that movie? Nope. I was so confused. Yeah. And that's another like open. That was area. actually another uh, hard area for me to do too. Really? Because like I couldn't find shit a lot of the time. Oh my god! Yeah. When, so the conceit of this world is like this big open city, and Big Hero Six apparently is a hero team of like six teenagers, including T.J. Miller. When that was actually voiced by T.J. Miller, and that was really off-putting. Uh-huh. Honestly, the weirdest part of this game is like. They get some of the celebrities to reprise their roles, <laughs> and sometimes they don't. So, yeah. like, it definitely wasn't Tom Hanks or Woody Allen, or yeah. uh, not Woody Allen, what was I thinking? Uh, Tim Allen in the Toy Story world doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like him at all, but I'm pretty sure it was John Hamm and w- Wallace Shawn doing the pig and the dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> like, so weird. Uh, and then they got this sound alike for all the, everybody in Pirates of the Caribbean, but... <clears throat> I think I think that was Jeffrey Rush, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then you go over there and like T.J. Miller's voice, like, uh, uh, okay, interesting. <clears throat> yeah. And the John Goodman sounded like I don't think it was John Goodman, but it sounded perfect in the Monsters Inc. World. The oh yeah. Other one, not so much. But like the story thread in this is nonsense. So like in the first game, you have to go to close all the keyholes because the darkness is seeping through. So that's yeah. why you're going from world to world, right? Yeah. In the second game, you realize, I mean, it's stupid, but there's sleeping keyholes that are also letting darkness through. Like, okay, whatever. At least there's a reason yeah. to go from world to world. In this game, there are no stakes ever. Yeah. There's just it's no like, reason. You just have to, like, discover how to do waking or whatever. Yeah, that's the only advice you get is that you have to find the power of waking. No, yeah. I, no reason. There's literally you know no reason to go from world to world. You, you die. <laughs> or, no, no, you literally are just like... You, 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 you realize you had it the whole time. What, what, yeah, you realize you had it the whole time or whatever. And and like, what was his name? The the guy who's sleeping when Aqua comes and like you try to save him. The uh, who's sleeping on the throne or whatever. Oh, uh, Ventus. Ventus. Yeah, okay. that's when you discover waking. Is you're like, Ventus, wake the fuck up, and then you did it, and then all of a sudden you just have the power of waking because you had it the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we gotta take a quick break. This week's podcast is brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Just three cool dudes hanging out, talking about sports, video games, music, and whatever else they feel like. <clears throat> find them at their website, www.beefyboys.com. Also, we you find your other podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, you know, all the regulars. The Beefy Boys, the best show on planet Earth. Hi, I'm Renee. And I'm Jess. And we're the Deerfoot Sisters. Sorry to interrupt, but we have some breaking news. We wanted to let you know that right now you're actually only listening to the second best podcast on planet Earth. That's right. If you want to check out the world's best podcast, search Deerfeet on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, you know, all the regulars. Deerfeet's a podcast featuring two sisters talking about life and all the kooky things it brings, like rhymes. So when you're done listening to this episode, be sure to check out Deer Feet. Or you can just do it right now. Thanks! A good podcast requires a good beer. So that's why I always go to my go-to, Keystone Light. If I'm going to the store, I don't want to buy a 12-pack. I want to go for a legit 15-pack. When I go to a party, 
I don't take Rainier. I take Keystone Light. And you know what? It tastes so good, I'm going to have it right now. Cheers, folks. There's a burp coming in. It's <clears throat> good. All right, welcome back. Welcome oh my God, back. Have welcome you seen back. that one meme of like uh, Bill Gates with like the subtitle of of him saying like I can't imagine what they're gonna do with computers in twenty years, or thirty <laughs> years, or whatever? And then it's just like the cat meme. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I think cat, it was him. It was like I haven't been to the grocery store in thirty years. <laughs> so I don't even know what stuff costs anymore. <laughs> like, wow, you're so awesome, Bill Gates. That's awesome. Funny. Anyways. Back to Kingdom Hearts rant. Yeah. The story is an effing mess. So, like, yeah, no reason to go from world to world. And each of the worlds just kind of... It's weird. Like, the Toy Story world is kind of a unique story. Although, everyone assumes you're a video game character, which is never addressed. Also, most of the enemies are mechs. Like, you get to pilot a mech toy. So, it just kind of became an excuse to have mechs in this game. (laughs) The Monsters, Inc. world, the most boring one by far, I found, because it's literally just in the Monster Scream Factory the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the Frozen world is the best one, because literally it's just Frozen. It's the plot of Frozen. Yeah. They do let it go in the entirety. It's, like, straight from yeah. the movie. And then there's a little scene of Goofy injected in there. Yeah. But it's... And, and the best part is they disable sharing for that one scene. <laughs> Did you notice that? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so That's the PlayStation funny. 4 has built-in share features where you can record and share scenes. And most of the time, like, the, they also have the ability for developers to disable it. Yeah. Primarily, that's used if you have to, like, enter a login information so someone right, yeah. can't try and copy your shit. Recently, Japanese developers, so Yakuza did this too, but... Square Enix is the worst about it. They'll just disable recording for, like, a big spoiler. Yeah. (laughs) And in this case, it was, like, Disney doesn't want you to share this scene specifically from Frozen, so, like, you just can't record it. (laughs) What? Okay. (laughs) Legit, this is... And I thought they were going to end at this first verse, but no, they did the whole song. It's the whole song. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, it's just, like, what what's going on? Like I still don't understand what the hell happened. I played all ten games leading up to this. Yeah. First of all, this game is fan serviced as hell. Literally yeah. every character has appeared somewhere else. Even Serinthi or whatever that weird cat that's from the mobile game. Um, and uh, that scene at the end. Yeah. With the when they call him Luzu or whatever, and there's those guys in like the tiger mask, and that's from the anime movie that was an hour and a half long, which also made no sense. So like literally all of this stuff ties in somewhere. You just have to know. I don't know what the hell the black box that Pete and yeah, Maleficent, who were yeah. only in the game for five minutes and then disappeared. Like, yeah. what? So you know, weird. in the first Kingdom Hearts game, the bad guys were like Captain Hook and Jafar and Ursula. Like, yeah. they were teaming up to do something evil, right? Yeah. Then they introduced Organization 13, which I don't even want to go down this route. Okay, sure. Here's the basic <laughs> plot of Kingdom Hearts, okay? Every heart, every human has a heart, right? Hearts have darkness in them, okay? If darkness takes over your heart, you become what is called a heartless, right? These are the main grunt bad guys, right? Yeah. Now, there's many kinds of these depending on how much darkness is in your heart. When a human becomes a heartless, the husk of the body they left behind 
becomes what's called a nobody. You with me so far? Yep. Why is it called a nobody when it is in fact only a body? I have no idea. <laughs> but that's what it's called. Okay. Those nobodies allegedly have no hearts, but they can still have souls. Okay, this is, again, about as simple as I can make this, right? Yeah. The 13 most powerful nobodies formed what they called Organization 13, whose entire intent was to unlock Kingdom Hearts. Now, Kingdom Hearts is supposedly a collection of all the hearts of everyone who's ever lived and died, is my understanding of it. However, it's been taken over by the darkness in people's hearts. So really, it's just a prison for darkness. But people don't know that. They think they're going to unlock this door, and they're all going to get hearts, right? Also, the naming convention when you become a nobody member of Organization 13 is you take the letters of your name, you mix them up, and you add an X. So when Sora's nobody was named Roxas, for example, yeah. right? Lee became Axel. None of the other names are real names. So yeah. <laughs> like, what was it? Like Evan, E-V-E-N, became Vexen. Sure, uh, what was the other one? Ienzo became Zexion. I don't even know what Larxene and Marluxia are supposed to be. Anyway, that's their stated goal. Now, here's the thing, though. That was a lie. That was all a ruse. That was the fake organization. That was the public face. The real organization, 13, is... Okay, Xehanort, he's the name of the main bad guy, right? This is the reason there's an X in everyone's name, because his name starts with an X, right? <clears throat> he wants to live forever. So for all you Harry Potter fans out there, basically... Organization 13 is Xehanort's 12 Horcruxes, where as in they're all a copy of a piece of his heart so he can live forever, right? It, 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 help me out here. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I think also his original plan was to make 13 Xehanorts. Well, he got pretty far. Because, yeah. uh, okay, like Ansem, who stole his name from a good guy, Ansem the Wise. Ansem is just Xehanort in disguise. Zemnis is Ansem's nobody, right? Yeah. Then they also had young Xehanort because he got time travel powers at some point. So he, he has the old man Xehanort who has like a goatee and was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. And then young Xehanort. Yep. He possessed Riku for a while. Yep. He possessed Aqua for a while. Yep. He possessed Terra till the end. Mm -hmm. So it's seven Xehanorts right there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. And you can tell when someone gets quote unquote norded, as fans call, because they get yellow eyes. And sometimes they get white hair, but yeah. mostly it's the yellow eyes. Yeah. yeah. And then their voice changes. So anyway, yeah, they're the main antagonists. Nothing clear is what's going on. There is literally no tie into the Disney worlds at all, except sometimes one of them will show up and try and do something. But like, yeah. like in the first game, you had to gather the seven princesses of heart who were going to save the world. So that was yeah. like Jasmine and Ariel and all your traditional Disney princesses, right? They did right? mention something like that in this, in this game. Um... So I think the organization 13 needed to get, wanted to get their own seven like warriors of light or whatever. Yeah. And so they were trying to convert, uh, people to either light or dark on different worlds to, um, like they wanted, yeah, they wanted to bring out the lightness in like Rapunzel, for example. Yeah. Or the darkness in the mother so they could have. Because, again, so outside that, of so the... So they can be under their control. Outside of the living forever thing, the organization's other goal is to reignite what's called the Keyblade War. So the Keyblade is your main weapon. It's a giant key. Yeah. I feel like it's a bludgeoning weapon more than a stabbing weapon because, yeah. well, whatever. Anyway, 
They're trying to form what they call the Keyblade. Okay, this is key like C-H-I, like the weird squiggly X, like from Greek. Yeah. So they want to form the Keyblade. And in order to form the Keyblade, the prophecy says it needs to be the Keyblade War, which is defined as 13 warriors of darkness against seven warriors of light. Yeah. Right? It has to be those numbers. Now, here's what I don't understand. Why didn't the good guys just go with four people? And why did they take seven? Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you... What? <laughs> like, if you know that in order to form the key, the, the X-Blade, I'm just going to call yeah. it the X-Blade, you need 13 on seven, don't bring seven. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? I think the problem is that they needed to beat the Dark Warriors of Darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you needed to have a certain amount of people for power, like, just power-wise. Yeah. Um... So technically they brought nine, but yeah. Donald and Goofy didn't count because they don't use Keyblades, I guess. Yeah. And then the fucking wizard guy showed up too. Yen Sid, which yeah. is Disney backwards. Yeah. <laughs> this game is so fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh. And then at the end, like, you realize, oh, those two people playing chess, who who the hell were they the whole time? Yeah. That's just from the past. That's young Xehanort and yeah. uh, Master Ericus, who's like a character... He's the mentor of Aqua, Ventus, and Terra in, like, the fucking PSP game. Like I said, I played literally every single one of these games in the <laughs> past year leading up to this, and I watched YouTube recaps, and I still have no idea what actually happened in this game because there were no stakes the entire time. So right? I think what basically what's going on is they have a very, very, very genetic, uh, generic um, anime-as-fuck, like, power friendship and hearts <sighs> and shit. Uh, plot line that has zero depth to it. Yeah. And they pretend it has depth by trying to connect it to a bunch of random shit. They also, it felt like they were trying to shoehorn every, they were trying to wrap up literally the entirety of the saga with, by referencing everything that happened in every one of those games. Yeah. Like you I, don't I just what fight. They're, what they're trying to do is have a very, very blanket, just completely finish everything while not giving any actual, like, depth or reward to the storyline. And then they're just going to add a fuck metric fuck ton of DLC. Apparently the, actually, there like, was a DLC you know, release yesterday, this week, actually. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was. but It's called Remind. It's mostly a boss rush mode. It takes place after the final story. And then it does bring back... There's a cameo from a Final Fantasy character. Not sure which one, but I know there's at least a cameo. Yeah. So there's that. And then... um What's the other thing it does? Oh, yeah, it kind of actually gives Kyrie something to do because she kind of does nothing, yeah. and then she gets captured. Of course. Of yeah. course, the one woman gets captured. It couldn't be any of the eight dudes. It had to be the one woman, yeah. of course. Not Aqua because she's a badass, the other one. Yeah. So well, one of well, two women. Well, the thing is, I think Kyrie's entire character is just getting captured. Yeah, that's pretty much the plot of every Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie gets captured. That's the other joke, right? Sora's, Kyrie's like his fake girlfriend or whatever. And Ky Riku's Ky Kyrie's is, basically uh, Princess Peach. Yeah, Riku's, <laughs> his, Riku's his best friend. Like, So yeah. he, uh, for some reason, he always gets separated from everybody. When he gets to see Riku, he's like breaking down and hugging him. When he gets to see Kyrie, he's like, oh, hey, Kyrie. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Also, like, okay, yeah, anime is fuck, except there's also Disney characters there. So <laughs> it's hilarious. It would trip R up so much. Uh, my, my buddy told me there's this YouTube video, but it's basically 20 minutes of just Goofy explaining, like, doing exposition. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, Xehanort traveled through time to gather all the Keyblade <laughs> worlders here. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, Goofy's gosh. favorite fruit, by the way? What? Huckleberry. Oh. 
There's also a scene, I know I talked about this already, but it, it's become a meme in my household where in the, like, the very beginning, or it might even have been in, like, one of the lead-up games, the Yen Sid, the wizard, is doing, like, a recap of what's happening. Yeah. And Sora asks a question, and he's like, oh, don't worry about that. Chip and Dale are on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, oh, and the first time Jiminy Cricket popped on stage, Ara just, like, lost her mind. She's like, what is he doing here? <laughs> like, he's your, uh, he's your journaler, babe. What's up with that spaceship? I'm like, it runs on smiles. <laughs> it's spoil-powered. See, See, Jiminy Cricket kind of made sense in Chain uh, of Memories because you lost all your memories. Right, yeah. Right? So Journaler like, made sense. I didn't know he was in any of the other games. He's in every one of them. Yeah, he's always <laughs> he's always been the chronicler, yeah. so he's supposed to be doing the journaling, but you have the yeah. phone now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, all right, I think that's about all Enough my Kingdom thoughts Hearts. on Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Really, half an hour on it. That's perfect. That's about that's what you expect. So let us know what you think of our episode. Should we do more trivia? Would you want more information on the making of the game or just our long-term thoughts? Yeah. In-depth review. We could even have different um, episode types Yeah, and, and have titles for each one so that's that they true. know what it is. And it could be like, explaining a game to people who don't know games and then mm. the other ones could be deep dives mm. deep deep yeah. dive deep, yeah. deep dives depending on like you know what we want to do as well yeah i mean it's our it's our fucking show <laughs> do whatever we want yeah. Yeah. but ideas are very welcome for sure mm-hmm. anything else been going on with you uh i finally got my um uh second to last relic weapon um, in Final Fantasy XIV. Sweet. Yeah, you sent me a picture. It's pretty badass the looking. Relic weapon is a long quest chain where you start with a weapon and you um, slowly like upgrade it through yeah. a very long like story quest chain. Thing. Basically, given a broken sword, and then via these like twenty quests that all take forever, eventually you have a super awesome looking, powerful weapon. Yeah. And and every time you finish a quest, it gives you like either a new a new weapon that is upgraded or a um, upgraded version of that weapon that is like shiny and glowy and stuff. It's similar to the trading quest in like um, Ocarina of Time. I forget what that sword is called, but you can get the like ultra sword. Oh yeah. But it's like this ridiculous quest where you like you give this guy this Goron a rock and he gives you a banana and you take it to the Deku kid and he gives <laughs> you a shrub and then yeah. eventually you get a mount gigantic sword. I forget what it's called. They never did it. <clears throat> it's pretty cool. At the end of the um, at the uh, the anima quest line for the for this relic relic mm-hmm. weapon, they actually uh, in between the uh, the the well, mine's a Cronus, and okay. and then and the Cronus Lux, which is the final version. There is a pet um, anima that they give you. Oh, and, and it's also its new form that it like takes when it appears. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty I haven't cool. played Final Fantasy fourteen recently at all. Just been death stranded you, it up. You need to get in it yeah, again. You need to finish the main story quest. I you can know. actually do in-game content with us. I know. Well, when that new patch comes oh, out. Oh, speaking of which, the I, uh, uh, our guild, uh, our, our FC, I should say, free company, um, uh, just uh, beat Titania oh. on Extreme. Nice. Um, That's the hardest boss in the game. No. It's not? Nope. The, it, was. It, it was like two or three patches ago. Oh, now okay. we have Hades Extreme, which is um, the harder trial. Okay, that has some cool weapons and stuff too. 
And uh, so these extreme trials, they, they give weapons, except for sometimes they give jewelry. So in, the Innocence one gives jewelry instead of weapons, which is lame. I think they should all just give weapons and should put the jewelry somewhere else. Um, a trial in uh, this sense is a eight, eight humans versus one computer-controlled boss. You have 90 minutes, an hour, to kill it. Something like that. If everybody dies, it gets all its health back, yeah. and they're really hard. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, they also give mounts, and this, uh, the Shadowbringers mounts are dragons. Okay. Uh, the flying? Yeah. So flying dragon, that's pretty yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. I still and like my flying fucking behemoth, because it swims yeah. through the air. I, so I just got... So y- <laughs> yesterday, I finished the relic weapon. We beat Titania mm-hmm. uh, for the first time. Um, it was actually a lot easier, just because we had a full group of our people. Oh, do you have any... Randos. Yeah, we didn't have to party find anybody, and we also had um, a bunch of gear from the new, like the new stuff too. So it was I a see. lot easier. Um, we still had to get the mechanics right, but um, the DPS checks weren't really a thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so yesterday, yesterday I did a lot actually. I, we beat Titania. I got my last bird, so I got the golden bird. Okay. And then um, uh, th- that's the Heaven's Word version of the ponies. Right. Um. And then uh, I got the relic weapon finished. Nice. Yeah. So some good shit. Nice, nice. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's 45 minutes on mostly Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. It's <laughs> our longest. Uh, oh, and I went further in Star Wars, but we can probably leave that for another episode when I finish that. it. For later. That can be our next video game club, potentially. Yeah. If we finish it <clears throat> relatively soon. Right, yeah, well, let's yeah, know what I'll you think of our finishing it relatively soon. very deep dives. And hopefully, Renee, that was specifically for you. We explained more of what we mean when we yeah. say things like trial and, I don't know, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure what amount is a thing that you ride around <laughs> and some of them fly. I feel, I, feel like that's fairly, <laughs> I feel like that's fairly obvious, though. Amount. Yes, I would agree, but, you know, it's, I've been told by many that when we used to do quizzes, which we haven't done quizzes in a while. Yeah. The Final Fantasy or video game questions are always way too hard, and the sports were way too easy. And I'm like, look at the it's results, based though. Off your knowledge, though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I literally don't know anything about sports. See, uh, at least with video games, you can kind of guess based off of genre, right? Because if you like, if it's a sword and sorcery, you can guess it's like a horse or like a sword or like yeah. a magic, yeah, you know, or something. Or if it's sci-fi, you can be like, it's a gun or a spaceship or a whatever or an yeah. alien. You can't really guess sports facts. You but either I, know yeah, them or you don't. Yeah, you like, either know them or you don't. Yeah. I, I can't just be like, it's a football. It's a soccer. It's a soccer player. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, you're like, no, what's the uh, what's the name of this uh, uh, football player in this series of this year or whatever? And I'm like... Did you see when it was going around <laughs> when they had a Pokemon category on Jeopardy and none of the questions actually had anything to do about Pokemon. Really? They were just Pokemon adjacent. Yeah. That's funny. The only question that actually had anything to do with Pokemon, it was like the thousand dollar question and it was like basically boiled down to it was what was the name of Etch Ketchum's first Pokemon? Wow. <laughs> That's the hardest one. Like, come on. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, let's wrap this up. Yeah. This has been episode 65, I think, of the Beefy Boys, Fireside Chat Redux, and the introduction to. Vijo games, games. <laughs> the working title. <laughs> yeah, the current, the current title. Uh, see you, knuckleheads, next week. Hopefully, Christian will be back. Yeah, but uh, like we said, he's moving, and it's not just like he's moving; like he's remodeling the house as yeah. he moves. So you know, it, it's, last week, next weekend is do. supposed to be out of his current house. So hopefully, after that, we can get back into a yeah. 
regular Christian field cycle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no football news this week, I guess. Oh, no. There were no football games, so it's cool. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Please.